0: hello everyone and welcome to the phileas club the show where we get people from around the world to tell you how they saw the news from the past month this is episode number i don't know for the month of november 2010 (laughs) Hello everyone and welcome to the Phileas Club, the show where we get people from all over the globe, or a few places at least, uh, to tell us about how they uh, saw the news from the past month or so, Uh, and I got confused with the episode number because we skipped last month, so it's actually episode number 30, and uh, so last month in October we didn't do a show, uh, and now we're in November and we're doing the... A show for two months, basically. Um, I guess we're going to be focusing on the news from the past month, though. So, one month gets gets uh, left out. Sorry for you, October. Uh, we loved you a lot, but we were busy. Turkey, how are you doing?
1: Oh, I'm doing great. Thanks. I uh, missed you last uh, month. Oh, I missed you too. That's sweet. All right. All right. Don't go all that <laughs> way, dude. <laughs> Um, yeah, so you
0: were you were super busy too last month, and uh, thankfully this time we're making it. So thanks for being here.
1: I'm um, glad to be here.
0: And uh, Randy is joining
2: us from uh, Canada. He's
0: waking oh. up very early, or just aloha, being on the, gentlemen.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I I am in uh, Vancouver this morning as we're recording, and it is uh, as we're recording. It's a couple of days after Thanksgiving in the states.
0: We will be discussing that. Uh, right. uh, did you wake up specifically for us in the like the <coughs> wee hours of the morning, or did your yes. wonderful son wake you up?
2: I actually woke him up accidentally. I I got up at about six thirty a.m. local time, and Jeez. I and apparently the floors in our house are uh, covered in bubble wrap or something like that. Because <laughs> as I as I crept silently down the hallway, the the creaking of the floorboards uh, got him going. Uh,
1: yeah, we know it's just revenge. You just want to take your revenge on him.
2: No, For- no, I, I really don't. You <laughs> Trust me, he's 11 months old, and if you've ever been around a baby, all you want them to do is sleep. Please. <laughs> <laughs> Please, dear God,
0: let him sleep. Mm-hmm. that would be that would be a, a fun a fun uh, concept though taking your revenge on on your child once he's old enough you know to to sleep like i don't know th- two or three or four, you wake him up in the middle of the night and go, "I'm hungry, go make me a sandwich that listen, that, that listen. be good
2: once again if you've ever had children uh you'll know that you don't take revenge on someone who doesn't understand the concept of revenge. You only ever want to take revenge on someone who does. That's why it's such a huge disappointment when you've spent a life preparing for revenge and you find that your your tormentor has died before you completed your plot, or has become mentally ill, or something like that. Uh, it it the, seems and in this like metaphor, you're speaking
0: the, from experience,
2: right? And in this metaphor, the baby is the mentally ill person. Oh, okay. And can't possibly get why you would be tormenting them (laughs) they just they just don't understand revenge
0: (laughs) oh randy it doesn't have to make
1: sense let's just (laughs) enjoy the the fact that we're taking revenge on that innocent i I really think he's not sleeping enough you really need to work on your sleeping (laughs)
2: you're you're absolutely correct that is that is the the truest thing you've ever said on this show turkey (laughs)
0: <laughs> All right, uh, Kerwin is supposed to be with us also, but uh, I don't know. Maybe it's raining too much in the UK, and uh, he, he the, the the their network is not working. Uh, maybe he'll join us though. I'm, I'm guessing it's uh, time zone uh, issues and confusion about the schedule, so he might come in at one point during the show. Um, but let's uh, get started with uh, with what's happened in the past is there anything that we want to discuss from uh, october to be honest i feel like i'm saying this on every episode but i've been working so much i haven't even had time to 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 follow the news so i'm i'm probably going to be completely useless again in the show um but did we, is there something, one or two things worth mentioning from uh, October, or should we just slip right into November?
2: I, I would think that we could, we could talk about all sorts of things that happened in October, uh, you know, worldwide, but I personally think that November is a lot more interesting. <laughs> all
1: yeah. right, Turkey, do you second uh-huh. the motion? I think there's a lot of news going on in November. We we just don't have time for October at all. Okay, Dude, all right. we got we got the war that's about to start. Let's let's start. Let's, I'll tell with you what. Let's let,
2: let, let's talk about the Chilean miners as a way of bridging both months. Don't since don't
1: don't no? don't 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 don't. don't. <laughs> the
2: Americans
1: are giving me enough headache of calling them heroes. Heroes? <laughs> They're not heroes. That's what everybody's calling them. Really? I I d I don't think they're calling them heroes. I mean oh, I yes. think they no 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 they deliberately called them heroes and that's why I'm pissed off. Okay. I have no problem people calling them survivors and so on. But heroes, they didn't do anything. The heroes are the people who got them out.
2: Right. I, I think yeah. and I think that's when 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 the miners themselves okay. are referred to as heroes, they're they're kind of proxy heroes, you know. They're it's just a general way of referring to the amazing human effort. Of saving lives, right?
1: Yeah, and then you fly them all the way to the U.S., celebrate them, send them off, bring them on TV replays. Oh, well,
2: that—that's different, though. That the celebration of the survivors and and treating them, you know, like royalty for a few days is a way of of giving them a reward for suffering, right? You, the guys who built the rescue equipment got to go home every night and get a good night's sleep, right? And so the, it was the it was the miners who deserved to, you know, to go to the a resort streets. in the Caribbean. Yeah, right.
1: I, I well, would say they they still, deserve. You still, you still call them heroes in the U.S. media. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I think he's hung up on the term when, heroes. Yeah, yeah. Whenever, you, whenever you steer Turkey off in another direction, he's like, no, we're getting back on the track I was on?
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I,
2: I don't Hold know, on. though. I mean, th- there is something
0: to be said. I think what, may- maybe I'm wrong, but I think what Turkey is getting at is it's true that they didn't do anything. And there are if you take the, the route of they suffered, you know, there are a lot of people who suffer every day. Um right. right. <laughs> so it it does People feel even bit,
1: suffer even worse.
0: Of course, of course. Um, I am sure it wasn't easy down in the mine, but it's not like, you know, they were being tortured or anything. Um, it's it, it I don't mean to sound, you know, trite. It's it, it was difficult, but it's still, you know, it feels I guess what Turkey is getting at is that it's more of a media fabrication that makes them that big of a deal. Compared to what they right. actually, you well, know, the actual situation is, and is and that this is correct?
2: A, this is always the case whenever you yeah. have a leading story. Wh- whatever that story is, it is about an individual or a small group, or even when it's about an entire country. But it, it's a it's a country of people who are suffering or experiencing something that others experience. That focus is always called into question. And the fact is, the media just can't focus on everyone uniformly. That's just not, it's not possible. And the media tend to go where other media are going. You know, for decades, the island, uh, the half island of Haiti suffered in, in a lot of silence. And then suddenly, a couple of tragedies got the media very, very interested in Haiti. And rightfully so. But you can't you can't help but notice there's a lot more focus on Haiti right now than, uh, you know, some uh, some other place where there's been a tsunami or earthquake, people dying. Mm-hmm. And, hey, yeah, that, I mean, that's just the way that's just the way it works. If all of the media attention on the Chilean trapped miners brings a little more awareness to the ridiculous amount of human risk worldwide, mostly in China, that's being taken to mine the earth. I think it's, in net, a good thing.
0: Okay, I'll I'll take your point, but I'll also ask you something else, and I'll bridge it to November. Um, Certainly, if you put it like that, I can understand that, you know, there is media attention, and there are reasons for it, and all of that, okay. But there's also the fact that sometimes you have real news happening, and maybe you don't get half or you know a fraction of the amount of attention that is that it 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 should get and and so i'm i'm talking of course about this issue in korea that just started a, a few days ago right. um with with north korea uh actually bombarding uh south korea and south korea retaliating And now the U.S. and the South Koreans had a um, sea, military, uh, marine exercise uh, planned, and North Korea is saying, well, we don't really want you to do that, and China is looking at this and saying, you really shouldn't be doing that. So this conflict, which is, from what I understand, according to some Koreans, uh, uh, serious but not major, Mm -hmm. is sort of in danger of... of, uh, transforming into a conflict between the US and China. So, this is a pretty geopolitical a pretty huge geopolitical matter potentially with gigantic uh, reper- repercussions. Are we are, are you guys getting in the US? Or I'm saying the US of course you live in Canada sure. but you are from the US. Um in the US and maybe Canada. What, are you guys getting the same kind of attention, the same kind of, you know, the 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 required analysis and discussion and understanding for that incident that you were getting for the Chilean miners?
2: Definitely, definitely. The, the Chilean miners, the only reason I brought it up is because it happened in October. But the, 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 the Chilean miners story fell into a sort of media hole for the United States. There really wasn't a lot of human interest stuff to report on at that time. And the uh, North Korean incident this last week has also sort of hit the same thing. The big Mm -hmm. news, and I know you're you're about to ask us what the big news is, the big news in the United States over the last month was the midterm federal elections and other elections that happened on November the 2nd. And once that, there was a huge surge in media coverage for that, and it carried on for days and days after those elections. But then once that all settled in and the results are known and there's nothing more to really talk about, this North Korean incident has filled a bit of a, a gap for uh, those media agencies having, needing something to call everyone's attention to. And, they, and by the way, in, the, in Canada, about half of the news that you're able to get it comes from the United States. You know, like here in Vancouver, if you if you flip around television channels during news hour, you're going to see three local Canadian channels and you're going to see three channels from Seattle showing the sure. United States uh, world news. So it's actually, I think Canadians are probably better informed uh, uh, on this side of the border than their neighbors just to the south.
0: Uh, I take issue with what you're saying, though, in in that, you know, this item is falling into a news lull, kind of, because this is the kind of thing that should eclipse existing news. It's not like you talk about it if you don't have anything else to report on. Um, It would have... If it it had
2: happened on November the 1st, though, it would have taken several days for it to become the number one story. That's all I'm saying.
0: Okay, yeah, I see what you mean, because of the uh, elections. Right. Turkey, did I characterize your, your... approach to that uh, dichotomy between the the miners and the and the general news correctly or was perfectly. i putting words in your mouth perfectly
2: yes i finally yes. got to Tur- understand turkey agreed turkey with tomorrow. patrick <laughs> that's amazing i it's a miracle <laughs> you need it's... to take a month off more often
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know what happened. We're like, we cooled off and we're in sync. Yeah, Fantastic. So, so how's the, um, how's the Korean uh, thing uh, being reported on in, in the Arab world? Or I, I know just Saudi Arabia and you're not talking for everyone. I know.
1: Yeah, well, in the Arab world, it's not that depending on which country. I can give you some countries.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, definitely in Egypt, they, it's not big deal because Egypt they have elections right now, so that's right, the number with, one uh, thing.
0: I, I've heard just to to do a really quick uh, aside. Um, I've heard that they have like thirty five seats reserved in the parliament for women in Egypt, something like that.
1: Uh, I th- I'm not sure. I think so. There are some uh, reserved seats for women. Yeah, definitely. I'm not sure about yeah. the number.
0: That I uh, was really surprised to hear that. Um, it was it was. Completely, you know, I would never have thought that Egypt would go through that kind of uh, affirmative action for women. But, uh, yeah, anyway. Uh, it,
1: it, it, it doesn't really matter that much, considering that uh, uh, elections there are very highly controlled. So, basically, the control of that of the parliament is already known in advance. So Oh, no sure, but it, it still me-
0: but it still means something that they would, you know reserve a a number of seats for women. It, it's no, not completely... This is
1: done. In, this is done in every single, uh, just about all Arab country parliaments in every single Arab country. Really? So, yeah. In yeah. Saudi Arabia also? No. We don't have a parliament. Oh, yeah. i <laughs> <saying>. Okay. <laughs> I said in every parliament in the Arab <laughs> world. Sure. Really? Okay. That's, yeah. Okay. So uh, just about all parliaments in the Arab world have uh, reserved seats, some don't need so and women do su- succeed in getting some seats as far as i know kuwait does not have uh, a fixed seat for women however they already have three members of the parliament who are females so
0: okay. sorry right. really, so, sorry for the uh, <coughs> for the uh, little aside to eat um, <laughs> not you were talking about korea uh
1: and uh, so as i said egypt is busy with their elections hmm. uh in the middle, in the Gulf region, yeah, uh, Korea has been something of a big news. Uh, people are keeping an eye on it. Uh, people are divided in views about it. Uh, mostly, uh, the most people who are really following this whole thing are uh, business people. It's all mm. about economy.
0: Sure. So are they that... worried it's going to have consequences with uh, China?
1: Um uh, China, uh, Korea, South Korea, of course, mm. it's a, it's a big deal. Uh, although I think the consensus mostly, although I'm not sure about this, but uh, the few people I've talked to, they're not that worried about China. Most people mm. really don't think China would take this matter very seriously since its economy is based on the U.S. and U.S. allies. So it's going to be more of a game than a real
2: uh, face-off between the two countries. That, that's always that's always been the real question: is yeah. is China more interested in the human element <clears throat> or just the territory? And I don't I don't think that China gets anything from North Korea, you know, other than than keeping those their border. Oh, random
0: drop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think we lost him. Um, yeah, but yeah, I, I think that's, uh, that's, that's very true. The, the, it's, it becomes a simple game of math. What, it, the, what does China have to gain in supporting North Korea? To be completely uh, honest... Uh, the um,
1: only thing they gain is the borders. They have a yeah. friendly country on their border. Other than that, they get to lose a lot to stand by yeah. North Korea.
2: You know what's... Can you hear me now? Yep. yep. absolutely. You know what's crazy? <clears throat>
0: that you're cutting off again the second you came back in. <laughs> I think that is what is crazy. <laughs> um it's it you're having problems with your connection, Mandy. I don't know if we can uh, if you can hear us, but we'll call you back. Um the for us, the the thing that was really strange was that uh, North Korea attacked at all uh one day everything was fine well not fine of course it's north korea but on like one day we woke up and it was like hey north korea uh, you know attack, uh, send a few bombs on south korea and it was like we know that that they're the crazy ones but they haven't done anything in in that bad in in decades and Aww. all of a sudden okay i'm but you know it it <inaudible> wasn't that <inaudible> no <inaudible> but it, it wasn't that because you, you that can always, on the ship no 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 i mean it's it mm. uh, usually when something like that happened they're going to claim that they were in the territorial you know in the national waters or they're going to claim that there was uh, oh, nice. they that did that claim happened, something
1: or, they did claim something so
0: it's that is something maybe i missed yeah, it they, but I, they, claimed, didn't really they hear claimed
1: that, that during the, uh, the the south koreans were uh, doing some maneuvers and uh, and they claim that some of the shots of the North were hitting uh, North Korean waters.
0: Hmm. Okay, yeah. I guess I so, I missed that one.
1: Oh yeah, that's definitely what they're claiming. Okay. Why they if they said it was a response to the North to the South.
0: For some reason, the 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 actual bombing, you know, shooting, uh, not missiles, but I don't know, they ah like bombs, yeah. uh, right. is sounds more aggression-like, you know? It sounds more extreme. Uh, maybe it's just me being uh, a little bit... Because it did escalate quite a bit and maybe faster than it did before. It, Actually, it didn't it,
1: escalate I, as far as it, it should have. But it, it the, is more extreme, Patrick. really restrained themselves. Hmm.
0: And he, uh, he he had to, to resign for it, which is sort of ironic. I mean, it, I think it was the probably the right response because there's it's not like you throw in bigger bombs and then they're going to think oh okay so you're serious we're going to back down it's yeah. it's it's they're not it's just like north korea trying to be north korea they send in a few bombs and then they're not going to start invading it's not like sending in bigger bombs are going to prevent them from invading mm-hmm. it's right. uh
1: or well, randy yeah. you're not allowed to talk since you keep on disconnecting
0: <laughs> well, he he just disconnected again so Aww. I'm calling him back <laughs> and uh and I'll I'll give him uh, the 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 opportunity to us to let us know what he thinks uh as soon as he's back. But so you yeah, you were talking about uh, Kuwait and a few other countries. Um the mostly people are worried for their businesses. And that's uh, it. It's
1: mostly a business matter and really depends on the type of people you talk to. But the general consent comes down to business. Mm. But Randy, uh, there are other facts.
0: Randy's yes. back. Let's yes. let's try to get you to express something before you cut off again.
2: That's well, you, you actually said something you said something very interesting about how it seems that it is a more aggressive thing mm. to do to, to shell a position where people are testing than to shell, say, a ship. And yeah. it is. When when you when you bomb a ship, you're bombing an armored vehicle there there are certainly people in it but it's you know it's it's designed to take aggressive acts when you just shell a position that's where people are standing around and you are actually firing right at the individual right
0: right it does it it is
2: definitely a more aggressive act
0: Do you think there's you know any chance how how is it being uh, reported on in the US because and Canada because you know the US have this uh, military exercise in in um, in in the next few days so they have an even bigger vested interest in that situation
2: uh, It's a bit confused the you know the first reports about the upcoming oh
0: jeez I think What's we're going to end up the show.
1: <laughs> I don't
0: know. <laughs> it's Canadian. It's it's Canadian stuff. It doesn't work. Um, well, hey, you can you can uh, go back to your story, Turkey. You were <laughs> you were saying uh, talking about uh, the perception in in the Arab world again.
1: Yeah, as I said, it's a uh, it's a little complicated. So well, I've spoken to some people. I get a response, something like, at least one response that said, God, I hope they destroy the entire North Korean
0: <laughs> Really? <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: And... That sounds like a response you would give. <laughs> Are you sure uh, you're not giving us the, my friend said? Uh, yeah, it's my friend, not me.
1: <laughs> no, no, no. Trust me, it wasn't me. I'm not that evil. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't wish their destruction. Yeah, I would have said... I hope something, they overthrow that government or something. But I wouldn't say, okay. I hope they destroy North Korea.
0: <laughs> but so there's still, there's still obviously, I mean, the, the interest in that conflict. It's not like <clears throat> no one cares.
1: Uh, yeah, there is a huge interest in that conflict. Okay. Uh, the people are keeping an eye on it. Uh, people do need to know what's going on. Uh, as you said, it's a, it, it affects the, uh, Saudi Arabia in a lot of ways, uh, economically also when it comes to oil. Oil mm. prices will be affected depending on what happens during this.
3: Of course, so it,
1: it affects every single person in Saudi Arabia, mm. in general. Um, but and, that's basically uh, the opinion yeah. here.
0: And uh, yeah, so Randy, you were telling us about the uh, perplexed feeling
2: that uh, uh, Americans have towards that. I have a perplexed feeling <coughs> right now. So <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm actually, I'm actually uh, moving. My location in the house while we okay. while we talk, no problem. but it's just it, it's just that this conflict is is difficult to assign a a flavor for the United States, and and it and it comes in the media where they say they they say oh well, good news China doesn't care if the U S goes ahead with the training exercises wait a minute we read that wrong we uh, we don't always get the Chinese right on the first try they actually said they don't want us to no wait they don't want us to go through with this and it just the story has changed seven times <laughs> and then and then of course the story in Canada is us <laughs> too
0: right okay um in France it's sort of a, a a very distant at least my impression of it is that we're sort of observing it from afar with not a lot of i, I mean obviously it's it's affecting the whole world but not a lot of vested interest in it. So it's like watching it from afar and going like, what the hell is going on there? What are they doing? Like, why would they even, you know, I understand that North Korea, it's like boys will be boys. North Korea will be North Korea. But it's still, it feels different this time and it feels less... As, as if there can be any warrant in these incidents, this one c- seems to carry the least warrant ever. So, yeah, that's, that's the, the impression I think we have here. And we're following it very closely, obviously. Um, another thing that's been making the news in the past few days is that gigantic um, <coughs> taking over of a favela in, uh, in Brazil by actual tanks and the army the government sent in um the army to take over what was an entrenched uh drug cartel position i imagine that was a very popular item in the us i'm not sure if it uh if it was reported on in uh, in saudi arabia but uh, i
2: i in- wouldn't say it was very popular in the us it, it was one of those stories that had to kind of be brought to your attention you know mm-hmm. Uh, people saying, "Hey, I, I, did you read on the news that there's stuff going down in Rio?" Uh, no, I will go do that, okay. and uh, that's it's considered it's considered a head in the international news in the U.S., mm-hmm. but not really. Uh, it's not really it has it has I mean, no, really no impact on the U.S. itself, and that's really it's what like the, the, the war is on American drugs news.
0: isn't is isn't, isn't that uh, one
2: of those big things for you guys? The war on drugs? When when it's happening on the Mexican border? Yes. Okay. Not so much. Not so much that far away.
0: Mm.
2: Turkey, I imagine. Yeah. Or, yeah it, whatever. Uh,
1: it was. Uh, it uh, wasn't that big of a deal. Uh, actually, I don't think anybody even mentioned it here. Really? I only knew about it by chance when I was reading CNN. I think this morning. <laughs> mm. the the, yeah. the one thing
0: that comes with it. Uh, apparently, every time it's mentioned is. And by the way, Brazil has a, uh, a, a has to be really firm on that because you know they're hosting the uh, uh, Olympic Games in a couple of years, and they are. They also have the, uh, the 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 football championship, whatever thing. So basically, it it's strange because it feels like again you would wonder why they do that all of a sudden, and the actual reason is that. There is a—it's an economic interest, of course, but it's—it's it's a, a, a lot wider than just this, which brings to me, in my mind, an interesting uh, way of viewing things. Either you can view it as, oh, they only do it for the for that reason; they don't actually care about the the well-being of their people, and you can also see it as this. These sporting events, these international events, can also have an influence on um, uh, on the, the countries they are held in. So the, the committees that decide these things can have an impact on the everyday life of the people, the everyday lives of the people that will, you know, that live in these countries. I think it's not to be
2: disregarded completely. The um, big international sporting events have a huge impact on the locations where they're being held. In, in preparation for them, uh, the locations always undergo a, a political sea change, it seems, for years in advance. Mm-hmm. I mean, And it makes it, you wonder what this world would be like if every place acted like the world was about to see what they're really doing.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, because of course we had you know China uh, recently, and uh, but when it happens in a country like you know France or the U.S. whatever, it's like yeah we we do a lot of work, but it's not you know it's just one more thing. When it's in one of those countries, it seems like it has a huge effect. Like it does. I, I, like yeah. the
2: difference. Like you're talking about, and you know, the Canada just hosted the Winter Olympics. <laughs> And like and like anyone who has friends coming over, you clean the house before they come over, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. You don't you don't buy new furniture. You don't buy a new house because people are coming over. You just clean, it. and and that's what you know. That's what your sort of first world. Let's say that there are countries. There are a lot of countries and, and regions that have a lot of clarity. The world can see with transparency what's already going on in Vancouver. So mm-hmm. Vancouver didn't have to have a political sea change, or yeah. send in troops to, to get rid of drug gangs or something like <laughs> that. Or maybe we don't know of that. <laughs> That's maybe... Maybe it's transparent, but I'm going with more. I believe there's...
1: <laughs> so are we right. starting conspiracy theories now?
2: No, no, no. no we're good, we're good. No, don't, you don't have to
0: jump into <laughs> the fray. No worries. Um. What else? Uh. I guess the the uh... american elections was that in it was early
2: november right correct november the second were the elections right and of course in the united states it was the only news for weeks it was nonstop highline news second news piece third news piece every day
0: of course of course well that's that's on that one i think even turkey would agree that that it's to
2: be expected it's it's the thing that should happen right here i can yeah. I, I can actually bring the topic full circle in the if anyone in the Western world thinks, oh, it's it's sad that an Arabic country has to assign seats in their parliament to females. In the United States, which has had open and free elections for two hundred and thirty years, there are only seventeen senators out of one hundred that are females, and f- seventy-five uh, members of the House of Representatives are female. That's exactly seventeen percent. So,
0: hmm so exactly 17 percent in both cases that is strange and he's cut off again um <laughs> <laughs> i'm turkey. using my
1: iphone so i can't notice when he's cut off until he me. <laughs> um
0: so turkey u.s elections of
1: course um, big deal yeah uh, yeah big deal uh, a lot of coverage uh uh, well, not much to say about it other than yeah. people were just looking and keeping an eye to see whether Obama would still be strong after it. so
0: Is, you sorry? Come again?
1: Uh, people just kept an eye on it just to see whether Obama will still be strong after it or not. I think it's all, was yeah. all about Obama.
0: Yeah, yeah, I guess. <clears throat> you know, that's a little bit of the same thing. We, we look at the... Um, uh, the the whole thing with a little bit of bewilderment like how can for us of course the 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 right right wing is sort of a strange thing anyway so the fact that they could come back so strongly is a little bit strange for us but uh yeah <laughs> the, what do you guys think of the uh, of the republicans
1: well it really depends <laughs> they on... like
0: oil, so you like them i I can understand uh, that
1: but... it it really depends on the type of person you're talking to. if you're talking to uh you see it's a very complicated situation when you especially people who do understand the difference between Democrats and Republicans, let me just say if we had elections in Saudi and people were divided by Democrats and Republican, definitely the Republicans would win okay. Uh, basically, because people see the Republicans as conservatives, they have, uh, they, even if they might be anti-Islamic, they still have these Christian values, which a lot of them sh- are shared with Islamic values in their own way. So you have this... That is... Let's uh, let's let's stop on this for just a yeah. second.
0: <laughs> That's extremely <laughs> interesting. It's it, You're saying that the common ground between the Islamic world and the Republicans would be the christian values. Yes. That's that's a lot of fun. Um yeah. hey, that's, w- let's let's also stop for a second to to welcome Kerwin in the in the conversation. Uh he did uh <coughs> miss the the call by an hour, but he is here, so thanks for being here.
1: We have to find him.
0: We we could find him if uh we could uh get hear him. We're actually not hearing you, Kerwin. You might be... This is like... Randy's dropping off and Kerwin is... Oh, Can you, you hear go. me now? Yes, we can. Okay. All okay. right. <laughs> sorry.
4: I'm very sorry, guys.
0: Well, wow, you're loud. You're a bit loud. Oh, that's better. Okay.
4: Okay.
0: Um, yeah, so, no, 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 no problem. So we were discussing the uh, the American elections, and as you heard, Turkey was telling us that uh, Christian values are what brings uh, Republicans and Muslims together.
4: I think that's a very good point. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I, I interrupted you, uh, Turkey, but keep going.
4: Yeah, so uh, that's uh,
1: one point of view. Uh, if you look at it from other point of view, uh, they would, might, in the U.S., they might more likely vote uh, Democrat because, especially in these days, because they believe their rights will be more protected. Hmm. So, so you have the the their rights and you have their values. It's a conflict of rights and values,
2: okay. which is always the case in the U.S. Yeah.
1: So, before nine eleven, for example, uh, George Bush uh, <clears throat> uh, was uh Got almost a majority support of all Muslims and Arabs, uh, American Arabs and Muslims in the U.S.
0: Hmm. Yeah, for the religious values also. Yeah,
1: for the values, mm. he, he he won the Arab and Muslim vote in the U.S. Hmm. Of course, he did not win it in the second term elections. Yeah, <laughs> but he did win them on the first term elections. Definitely.
0: Yeah, yeah that's something we tend to forget. Um, uh, Kerwin, what's your take on the American elections? Were you, uh, not yours, but you know the UK. Where, where, were people surprised, appalled, uh, happy uh, with the, the way it turned out? or uh, You had other issues of your <laughs> own to worry about?
4: Well, yeah, I think the focus here is very much on domestic politics as well. Uh, I don't think there's been a lot of attention paid other than to the various Americans that are around here. Mm. Um, I guess the Americans around here tend to be of a very strong (coughs) left-wing bent. Yeah. I think that actually I would say that the main reaction um, is uh, a thread that perhaps runs through British and Australian politics right now of why do left-wing – why are left-wing governments so spineless – Yes, I think that's a thread. Yeah, that's a worldwide question. So, I mean, (laughs) Australia had a similar thing where it had its first left-wing or centre-left-wing government came into power in 2007 after 11 years of the conservative party, and it got rid of. It's a parliamentary system, but the Labor Party kicked out its own prime minister after only. Two and a half years because of policy inaction, he couldn't. He capitulated on climate change. He capitulated on mining taxes and a few other things.
0: It is an interesting phenomenon, uh, even on a psychological level. Why? Because it in France, it's it's mostly the same uh, the same feeling. Also, that the right will probably be more likely to get things done than the left, and (coughs) the left will it's not even that they surrender or anything it's just that it, it's and it it for whatever reason there are many reasons but it things don't happen and um I would say that that is a, a, a shared uh feeling amongst most uh, most maybe not maybe not like South America for example but most Western countries
4: yeah yeah mm. <laughs>
0: <laughs> interesting. Um, are, another interesting question, Kerwin. Are you sitting next to a Tesla coil of some sort? <laughs> <laughs> because there is did a sl- maybe a- you know? <laughs> There is a strange electric noise coming off of your... Uh, maybe
2: a small uh, aircraft just
0: outside.
4: <laughs> your- May, sh- should I just stop pacing around my computer, perhaps? Does that make life simpler? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Possibly, yes. No, I don't know. There's a strange sound, but... Oh, that's, maybe that's better.
4: Maybe it's Randy's connection
0: that's, interacting that's right. with
4: mine. <laughs> that's possible. <laughs> um,
0: all right. So I guess, you know, American elections, not, nothing much to say. Uh, we've, we've done it. <laughs> there's there's yeah. one
2: thing. If you, if you want to characterize this year's uh, U.S. elections in, in one statement, it is the complete and utter destruction of campaign finance law in the US the really the Supreme Court essentially undid all campaign finance law uh, they they claim you know they didn't that wasn't their intention it was clearly their intention Their uh, the, the, the the Supreme Court in the US is currently a right-wing court and went you know went to a pretty great length to make it so that an incredible amount of money could be spent uh, in in advertising this year, and it was. it was. It was just a disgusting amount of advertising. A lot of it was false advertising. It was, it was really embarrassing, but it had a massive impact on the elections. There's no way that the U.S. elections end up the way they did without that, and it sets the stage for a major battle over the next two years in the U.S. about how much there is going to be new regulation on on uh, campaigning and the of course the answer will be zero there will be no new regulation on campaigning and mm. we're going to have the same so what s- you're you're, you're, sort of you're breaking
0: too. up a little bit so what you were saying was is that in in the um, before this uh election there were the the campaign uh advertising i guess was limited and and regulated and for this one, it got deregulated, and th- these deregulations are going to stand for the next ones,
2: correct? I think, I think so. Uh, the, the, that's a simplistic way of, of, of uh, expressing a complicated issue. But the, the bottom line is they opened up a loophole, and hundreds of millions of dollars poured through that loophole. And it's, it's a lot more about transparency than sheer uh, access. In the Mm. U.S. And what the Supreme Court allowed was for there to be a lot less transparency, a lot more anonymity in donations to Mm. advertising. And it's just, oh, it's disgusting, the results we got. Okay. Well,
0: that we didn't really hear about. We've been assuming that uh, the campaigns were disgusting for for a long time already, so <laughs> didn't really change much for us. <laughs> um, s- uh, something else, maybe before we move on to the more local stories, um, the uh, I don't, I'm, uh, Ireland is not going to be considered a, a local story for uh, or Kerwin. I wouldn't, uh, you know, presume of that. But basically, Ireland and and Portugal are put together in the EU um, countries that are in very bad shape and that are Ireland is accepting uh, a lot of money from a lot of people. And Portugal is saying, F that, we're going to do it ourselves and we're going <coughs> to cut spending and we are going to get the country back together without asking for money from anyone. Uh, and these have been obviously a, a, a huge item... <clears throat> Excuse me. In in France and Europe, uh, because it has d- d- in enormous consequences on our economies um, in general. Um, and on a personal level, I would ha- I would have to say that even though the, the Portuguese uh, way of handling things have been sparking a lot of uh, 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 dismay in the Portuguese population, it has to be admired that they are saying it's a little bit like what ford did i believe when the they they were having the <coughs> government bailouts uh in the in in at the beginning of the um financial crisis or in the middle of, uh, of the crisis okay. portugal is saying we don't want a bailout we're going to do it you know ourselves and it it i think that's something to be admired but maybe i'm just being uh, a little bit simplistic again i
2: think it, just it, it depends on the, the results you
0: get yeah. It depends on the result you guess. I get uh, you get. Yeah, I guess Randy yeah. says. The and... reason
2: the reason you can say you you admire General Motors is because they took government money and did the right thing and managed to recover and pay it back. So that's admirable, mm-hmm. right? If General Motors had still cratered even after uh, hundreds of billions of dollars of government money, you would you would be admiring Ford and not GM uh you know if ford I, had i am admiring you
0: know, ford who didn't take money and right. who is, uh and who
2: is yeah right but if ford had failed <laughs> it would oh, yes, be of it, course it wouldn't be sure you know what I'm saying. So, in, in, in Portugal is a very is a very tricky situation. They they well, I, I guess could probably you, you do die, with some assistance.
0: You you die honorably, and and here <laughs> Portugal is trying to do the right thing. I mean, yes, of course. Ultimately, por- if Portugal goes bankrupt, then it's a, a catastrophe for everyone. But at least you you know they're trying to do the right thing, and and that is all things considered, that aspect of what they're trying to do to me seems you know, honorable and, and whatever. No, I'm not convincing anyone. Turkey, do I convince you?
1: No, you're just worried about how much tax you're going to pay.
0: <laughs> yeah, actually the, the real problem is that it's my money going into Portuguese buckets. So it's like the, the Greek, Greek thing. I'm like, you, you do your old thing. You're, you annoying people. I'm being facetious of course Kerwin any anything to add on that I mean you you're right next to Ireland
4: well, I'd say don't worry about the French tax money going into Portuguese pockets it's going to straight go straight back into all the French and American and u k banks that, to which Portugal owes its debt no
0: yeah yeah of course well I mean the the Portuguese are, are not taking any money, but maybe the the uh Irish uh, money is going to go straight back into our banks.
4: Yeah. Well, I, I I think that one of the factors in Portugal being able to do that is it it's a different type of crisis to Ireland just in the sense that it, um, Ireland was a huge was it was a much more of a bubble than Portugal was. Yeah. Uh I think Ireland has back back up to the wall much more. Uh and 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 maybe what's admirable is that Portugal didn't allow itself to get that far.
0: I guess, yeah. I mean, from what I understand, and I understand very little, um, Ireland has had uh, um, very advantageous tax law and uh, banks that that brought in a lot of money, inflated it, whereas Portugal has deep-seated economical... Uh, failings, meaning that it's still going slower than no. I'm, I'm being but, laughed at.
4: No, I I think it's a it's it's a it's ironic. I mean, <laughs> it's one of the things that they say about the Philippines to ride out the Asian crisis in. Um, so a couple of decades ago, they said that well, the Philippines was never was never one of the tigers to begin with. It's always been stagnating. So it's will save the worst. <laughs> Thailand and Malaysia and other places collapsed around it.
0: Yeah, I guess I guess it is somewhat similar. Yeah.
4: But then, but then there is perhaps something to be said for for um, keeping an even keel like that. Mm. I think that yeah,
0: it's the it's the principle of a of a uh, bubble, isn't it? You you grow, 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 and then you when it bursts, it makes a lot of, uh, I don't know, goo everywhere because the bubble bursts. <laughs> <comes. laughs> <laughs> it's Irish goo all over Europe.
2: Oh, we um, have a soap. We have a soap over here called Irish Goo. Really. <laughs> No, no, you
0: I, don't. <laughs> I, I was like, really, and I was as I was ending the e, I, I was thinking, no, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, anyone else wants to add something about Ireland and Portugal?
4: Well, uh, the, the big issue is all the speculation it creates about the sustainability of the eurozone, isn't it? Yep.
0: Exactly, which is why so, I actually care about that
1: one.
4: <laughs> well, so, so, you know, what are people's thoughts? Should, is the Eurozone a good thing to begin with, I guess, would be the first question.
0: I, if you want my answer, I'm sure everyone has a, a a different one. But to say that the Eurozone is not a good thing would be a very short-sighted uh response to the crisis i mean obviously it has benefits that i won't get into but you know uh, economic benefits that are that far out, outweigh in my mind the risks because when it comes down to it the it the risks are not if it's a it's a huge uh, world crisis then everyone's at risk anyway and, it, it, of course, if Ireland does something stupid or Greece is, is bankrupt or ooh, messages or Ireland um, <laughs> or Portugal does something silly, then, yes, it does put us at risk more than if they were just on their, you know, in their corner doing, doing their thing. But on the other hand, we do build a gigantic market that allows us to compete with the likes of the U.S. and uh, China. And so yeah, short answer is…
4: Sorry, the short answer is?
0: Short answer is the EU uh, Eurozone is a good thing.
4: Okay. Well, so my question is you had that market already. You didn't need to create a common currency to have a free trade zone between all the however many 15 or 17 countries or so that are in the EU. Yeah,
0: but now when I go to Finland, I don't have to change money. And that is what makes it... No, 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 but I think, you know, it's, it's not just the common currency, you know? it's If, you're, if your economies are in sync, then, of course, when, when one country sinks, then you are going to be in trouble. And if, if you, you think that the, the economies are already intertwined without the common currency, then it is an issue anyway if Ireland get, goes bankrupt now it's g- the the common currency is going to emphasize that issue even more of course because your currency is actually going to lose value but if the if the 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 economical climate is i, I mean the economies are so intertwined that it becomes easy then you're in trouble if they fail anyway
4: right no yeah but that's the thing the e- we're talking about a, a very Diverse continent whose economies were never really in sync to begin with. It was kind of the the myth of the euro was that you have your core of you know France, Germany, Benelux, the UK, maybe Scandinavia, whose whose economies are really quite dynamic. And the ones that we've seen collapse are the ones that uh, have been kind of forced mm. to adopt a currency that they can't control uh, that overvalues their exports.
0: So if you're saying that that we're doing the opposite, which is the economies are not intertwined, but by introducing a common currency, we're endangering everyone because we're forcing them to be dependent on one uh, uh, and the other.
4: Well, it's not so much forcing them to be dependent as forcing them to be linked to a currency that they can't control politically yeah
1: yeah, that's what i meant by by dependent but then if we should i'm loving i'm loving the fact that the one who's attacking the euro is the one from the one country that's refusing to be a member (laughs) of the euro (laughs) well that's it makes sense
0: (laughs) he's like we don't want to be part of your stupid system look it's stupid here's why.
4: (laughs) well i've got I got friends that say and I and I'm speaking as an Australian that what we don't need so much as the euro but what we should have is like the social democratic alliance which is you know Australia, New Zealand, Canada, Scandinavia and oh. uh, you're really going you really
2: with you, the con- well, there at first and then and then you skewed off into scandinavia yeah
0: you're like you can't just take what you want it's not like a, a, a buffet thing where you're like hey these guys seem to be doing okay we're gonna get them yeah exactly no you can't there we, we have dibs on scandinavia okay we already have finland we're gonna get the rest of them eventually <laughs> you, you
4: can't we called it we called it you called it did you guess? Yeah, okay. <laughs> have you seen the Human Development Index that came out in the last few weeks? In what, sorry? The Human Development Index that came out in the last few weeks.
0: I don't believe I
4: have. It's probably a change of topic. I mean. Oh, go
0: ahead. I mean, we have spent way too much time on, on those dirty uh, Irish people, anyway.
4: <laughs> well, oh, I mean, it's. No. it's,
1: it's <laughs> You're in trouble now. <laughs> they're taking
0: my money. No, I'm kidding. I love you, I- I- Ireland. And also, it's not really my money. I don't have a lot of it. So, go ahead. Go crazy. Sorry. Keep going, Kerwin.
4: Well, I don't know if you guys know very much what the Human Development Index is, but this is something that's calculated by the World Bank, that include, which is about the level of development. But it's not simply about the... Um, the GDP, the income. It also is about level of education, health, life expectancy, and things like that. So they put it all together and they release uh, the figures every year. So and the figures were released for this year, November four. Um, and I thought it was very interesting this year because there's one massive jump up in the rankings, which is. And that's United- going to be Ireland. No, <laughs> It's, <laughs> no, I'm it's sorry. actually, the United States. Really,
0: yeah. Uh, in in what uh, in what section did they
4: go up specifically? There was something. I think it was they changed the way they calculated education.
2: Oh, so it's just but a another, number thing. Another thing to remember is that the that economically, maybe not uh, socially and politically, but economically, the U.S. has recovered. the The United States just had the largest corporate profits in a quarter in its history and course, the, um, admittedly just,
1: just keep keep on making your dollar weaker yeah keep on doing yeah, that and be stronger
2: <laughs> you know it, admittedly the all, all of the the like i say the signs of recovery are financial but that particular that particular
0: disconnection <laughs> <laughs> It's going to be an episode with
1: all the disconnections.
0: Yeah, I, but well, you, you guys uh, listening to the show can't really hear it. But I've called back Randy about twenty-five times already, so he's <laughs> c- cut off while he was speaking maybe five times. But it happened a lot more when he wasn't. Um, so, Turkey, say something funny or mean. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I don't like the Americans because they keep on making their dollar weaker.
0: So uh, why don't you like that? Because the price of the oil is linked to the dollar?
1: No, I don't care about the oil. For us so, people, individuals, dollar is linked to the real. So when the dollar is weak, our currency is weak.
0: Ah, so
1: everything is going up in prices. <laughs> Inflation is going up thanks to the weak dollar.
0: I see. Well, <laughs> uh, our our money is a little bit too high at the moment, so
1: well, well, not too
0: high. I mean, it's good when we travel. But...
1: Well, we want your currency to go down because we can travel that way to Europe. Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> no, I'm going to Russia. I want it to be strong. Um, all right. You know what? Let's. I'm sure uh, Randy would have had a lot of interesting things to say about uh, the Human De- De- Development Index, but uh, we're going to have to move. Unless you know, Kerwin, anything else you wanted to add about it? You you brought it up.
4: Yeah, I did. Well, it's just that. The- it was a kind of a small point of justification for my idea of this social democratic alliance. Is that number one for the last few years has been Norway, number two has been Australia, and now this year for jumping up 17 points in the ranking to number three is New Zealand. Mm. So, so I think that there's you know there's it makes more sense the, to economically unify. ANZ with Scandinavia.
0: <laughs> wait, 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 wait. <laughs> then wait, wait, Scandinavia wait. Have... with with <laughs> Portugal not... and wait. Ireland. <laughs> it's 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 Nor- Norway is not the whole of Scandinavia first of all. It's a small part. Let's talk about Sweden then maybe
4: okay. you'll have All right, Sweden's at number 9. <laughs> okay. Finland well, Finland's at number 16. 16. Wow, that's yeah. Now France is at 14. No way. United. I'm going to have
0: so much fun with it. For those who don't know, my girlfriend is finished, so <laughs> I'm going to have a lot of fun with that.
4: Okay. Uh, United Kingdom is 26.
0: See? There is no reason you guys should have precedence over us. Maybe, you know, the UK. Okay, I'm that.
4: not saying that Australia wants to. Should Align with the UK in the social democratic thing. I think. While hey, you do what
0: the Queen says. Eligible. If the Queen, if the Queen doesn't want you to be all together, then you can. Okay, <laughs> listen to mommy. <laughs> the
4: queen doesn't. Oh, they, there's some domestic, domestic politics. The, you uh, fellas talked about the, the engagement. <laughs> no, we have not. But I'm oh, sure you no, will. No, I
1: don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we,
4: th- but okay, we have before... to care, mommy says so
0: <laughs> Well she says so to you guys, we don't care about mommy uh, Mommy's about busy mommy. visiting the UAE and
1: Omar, she doesn't care
0: now, Of course she does <laughs> It's grandma who says stuff But we, we Randy you're back, We're, we've moved on to the wedding The wedding <laughs> with a capital W um, In France it's going to be short, we don't really care um, I'm, I'm guessing that, uh, Saudi Arabia, although you have a king, you must care about the, you know, crowned heads.
1: Yeah, right. No, you don't. <laughs> okay,
0: fine. So tell us more about that. Is that like a big, because I can tell you that, uh, my girlfriend again, Finnish being in a country that has, uh, kingship, uh, does care. <laughs> That's what I meant. Uh, does care? So I think it's a, it's the kind of thing where, like, if you have a king, you're supposed to care, uh, or queen, you're supposed to care about the other people who do also. So go ahead, Kerwin. Uh,
4: go. I've well.
0: No, tell us what's happening and how big a deal it is. Like, are people dancing in the street, drinking uh, um, toast, making toasts? I'll, I'll, to... t-
1: I'll tell you how big of a deal it is. It's so big of a deal that business people in Britain are complaining that they're going to lose billions of pounds just because they're going to take an extra day off for
4: the wedding. <laughs> <laughs> that co- that's possibly true. I mean, uh, well, uh, I think one of the interesting points that been raised is the timing. Well, one of the, and it might be quite an obvious point to people inside the UK, but uh, this wedding has been announced very close to when a new Conservative government have announced some of the biggest budget cuts uh, in the last decade or so. The last big royal engagement was Prince Charles to Diana, and that was near the beginning of the Thatcher Conservative. Premiership, when she was announcing some of the largest austerity measures of the day.
0: So basically, you're saying that it's a way of getting people happy for the wedding and not caring about not getting any services anymore?
4: That's right. It's deflecting attention. And it's the <coughs> second time that it's been done that way.
1: Yeah, and I'm going to so. tell you right now, this, this entire marriage is going to fail bad.
4: Well, no, I don't think that that's necessarily the case. I don't think there's a good reason to expect he this gave her, wedding to he collapse. He
1: gave her his, his mom's ring. <laughs> yeah, I,
4: I agree that that was a bad omen. But uh, if we're so, come on, it's his mom's
0: being, ring. He's, yeah, he can it's, give it's her a, the mom's ring. But, yeah, no, this The ring is
4: only a piece of symbolism, and it's the wrong symbol. I agree with Turkey on that point. That that was a, that was a, a silly thing to do. If he really thought that that was a good symbol, then he's living in a bit of a bubble. But, that, you're, but yeah, the, wait, 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 wait a second.
0: You're seeing this from the outside, looking at Lady Diana and the way things happened in her marriage. Everything, all uh, everything, no, you know. A, a also to looking that. at
4: the, the original mm. circumstances of the wedding. Sh- when sure, sure, Diana. sure.
0: But what what I mean, what I just want to say is, he's looking at it as it's the ring of his mom, whom he loved very much, and he wants to honor her by giving the, the ring, which is just a ring, to his the the woman he loves. I think it's a very it's it's not you know something that should be. It's not like it's not. I'm sorry, but it's not magical thinking like, oh, Lady Diana and and Prince Charles didn't have a good wedding and he's wearing the ring. So they're going to obviously it's going to fail. Yeah. You know?
4: Yeah, that's all right. We might be a bit unfair. But uh, the. Do you want to put a bet on that?
0: (laughs) You said that Obama was going to be killed like within the first year. So I'm not listening to anything you're saying.
1: I'm I'm opening betting right now. Let's open a betting.
0: Bet? All right. Like actual bet. money?
1: Yes, actual money.
0: Okay, how much do you want to bet on it?
1: Yeah, I'll give you 500 euros. Jesus! No, I can't <laughs> bet. Uh, I'll bet you
0: 100. All
1: right, what's, 100 what's, what are the terms? Five years max.
0: Five years is a long time.
1: <laughs> Come on! It's... How long do you want the marriage to last? you want it less?
0: okay if, if but, it, okay okay
4: how can you measure that this is not a this is not a couple that will simply go to the divorce attorneys <laughs> at the first sign of trouble. They That's will tabloid. keep up the British, illusion for British decades if things are going will wrong. will decide
1: that for us.
0: Okay, tabloids? <laughs> no, 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 no. no, no, that no. That we have to have a clearer, a clearer way of measuring it. <laughs> if it's, okay, five years, if the wedding is still on, is still, uh, you know, if they're still married in five <laughs> years, uh, you will give me 100 euros if they divorce before that. I will give you hundred euros. Deal. Fair, fair. Okay, deal. Virtual <laughs> handshake. Good. Ah, uh, I, I think, yeah, I don't know anything about the wedding. It's just because I want to take a bet against Turkey. That's the only reason I'm doing this. But I think it's fairly, un- uh, you know, improbable that uh, they would divorce. In, in, you know, if, it's not like that he's a, a, a capricious rock star who can just get divorced. And we interrupted Kerwin again a million times. Keep, well, go ahead.
4: Yeah, I was going to talk about the uh, original circumstances of the two weddings where this comparison is being made. Okay. And the comparison being made is that when Diana got married to Charles, firstly, Charles was in love with someone else. Diana was like 19 or 20 years old and had no idea what she was getting into. She was simply being kind of married off to a prince. And... But what we have in this case is William and Kate are people that met at university, uh, and they had a long relationship during uni. They broke up. They got back together, Um, and and Kate has been in the tabloids for some time already because of that, and she's not as well. She's she's not as unaccustomed to the attention. As Diana is, um, there's another layer of that which which you see in some papers, which is um, kind of how Kate strategically positioned herself to become the princess. In there's a, was a suggestion made that um, she and her mother specifically chose the university based on the fact that he was he was attending that she went which to the is, same. Is,
2: that's- that's probably an argument you could make about every girl who went there that year, and knew that he was as well, right?
4: Possibly, but she had a reputation amongst Prince William's friends as someone who was a deliberate social climber. Hmm. So yes, you could say it about anyone, um, and it doesn't mean anything, and doesn't necessarily mean anything in terms of the odds of it being her. Um, but it perhaps means something for how she conceives of the relationship in the future.
0: Which means, again, so between everything you're saying, you're basically the important, you know, global ramifications of what you're saying is that I'm very likely to win my bet.
4: I uh, aren't,
1: isn't isn't she the same girl that they were? Rumors that they were going to break up just a few months ago.
4: If, no, a few months ago they were starting to rumor that the engagement was on. Yeah,
1: no, I heard something about them breaking up. I don't remember when. It might, might
0: have been earlier than that. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. Um, Randy, you're sort of in a in a strange position for this because you're in Canada, who again, you know, Queen Mummy is is sort of <laughs> a big deal there, and also in the U.S., who I, I'm not sure what their
2: relationship to to
0: royalty is, except well, for they, the right. Hollywood one. They have the one.
1: Kennedys.
0: And yeah,
2: exactly. in, so in Canada they take it seriously, and the engagement was twenty four hour news, constant, uh, just as I'm sure it was in England. But then, in the United States, yeah. But then in the United States they take it crazily. So <laughs> instead of being instead of being the headline on the world news, it's the headline on all the opinion talking heads shows. And uh, all, you know, the, all these crowds of women are screaming for whoever is sitting at the desk asking some other American what they think about the, uh, you know, the engagement. So it, it, the, the U.S. has a pro- – the U.S. probably has more fans of the British monarchy than Great Britain does. But <laughs> it's still a very – it's a very small percentage of the U.S. just because the U.S. is so big. Hmm. Interesting.
4: That's All right. probably we- fair, though. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: let's move on to something else. Um, I want to go through, you know, everyone and see w- what you guys have for local stories before we wrap up. Um, Kerwin, anything other than the engagement you wanted to mention?
4: I guess something <coughs> that might be interesting or something that's definitely a concern of mine is the increasing protests that London is going to be seeing as a result of uh, the budget cuts and every time that there is a protest there's a new story about some aspect of of the police tactics they use police the police protests here use a thing called kettling which is different to what police do in most other countries which is that in most countries when you organize a protest the police come and if it gets unruly they block off en- entrance to the protest they don't let people join it and they let people just come out slowly so they form like a release valve mm. around the protest in the UK for some bizarre reason they choose the opposite tactic which is that they allow if if a if they allow people to join the protest but they don't allow them to leave what they allow people to join the protest
0: no no i heard you i was just <laughs> bewildered by that tactic <laughs>
4: but they don't allow them to leave so so it's uh, like
0: don't you can you can break stuff in your zone but don't go break stuff outside i guess well, is the...
4: it it's it's uh i guess it's I guess they're playing on a different kind of psychology. That people know that if they it makes people think that they cannot join a protest flippantly. They have if they're going to join they have to be prepared to be in there for 7 hours, 10 hours, 15 hours, whatever mm. until the police allows it to dissipate. Um but one of the reports that's going on around now using some very poor videos that are on the Guardian and other websites is that is how police are using mounted police in some of these protest areas, are they charging the protesters uh to try and disperse them, for example? There are a few people being injured by being trampled by horses, but very, very small accounts so it's it's very hard to see very hard to make any judgment that that's what uh, mm-hmm. is is really taking place as at the policy level.
0: So, essentially, you're worried about police violence in the protests?
4: Well, two years ago, during the G20 protests in London, there were a lot of videos that came out where the riot police um, took on a kind of odd vigilante mentality, where they really started hitting people just for talking, or just for talking back at them. Like, And there were videos of like 40-year-old women being belted across the... Backs of the knees with batons. There was a, a man called Ian Tomlinson, who, as far as one can tell from the video, was simply walking around in the area. He was in one of the side lanes near the protests area in the Bank of England, and he was being pushed along the alleyway by one of the riot police. Um, and that tension gave him a heart attack, and he died as he walked around the corner. Hmm. Uh, the the police who have been who. Uh, So there's no discipline, really, of the police who are involved in this, and it's very hard to see that the police are here, capable of much sympathy for civil rights. Um, So, well, I don't know. It's 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 it feels like that is a concern. London right now.
0: Mm, Okay, and but so you mean you have protests that are planned uh, for all these budget cuts?
4: Yeah, so okay. there's huge cuts to education, there are a lot of student protests um, there there are whenever there are protests there will always be whatever, whatever it's for, there will always be anarchists and more militant socialists who join the protests and who will try to turn Occasions into um, opportunities to, of course, go yeah. demolishing the Toy Party headquarters and various banks in the centre of town. Um, this student protest that we had, there were a lot of high school students that attended, and there was a there was a police van abandoned in the middle of the protests. And there are some conspiracy theorists saying the police van was covered with. Um, was basically a ploy to collect evidence about protesters. So they it, they left a police van abandoned, so that protesters would be encouraged to trash it. The <laughs> ca- the van would capture them trashing it with cameras and all kinds of other evidence and fingerprints and anything else, other slogans, pamphlets that might be attached to the attached to the van. Um, and
0: they didn't. They ended up not trashing it, or?
4: Well, there were a group of school children, schoolgirls. Teenage girls who formed a ring around the van and tried to um, argue at other protesters that the point was not violence, the point was anger at the government, and we shouldn't be trashing property.
0: <laughs> that is an interesting development.
4: Well, I think that's sophisticated politics from 15 years. Yeah, of course. Girls. Yeah. All
0: right. Um, let's move on let's try and see if randy who hasn't cut off in about at least seven minutes that's uh, amazing yeah it's a miracle <laughs> fantastic um what about your side of the globe
2: well uh, you know just woke up this morning to news that in portland a 19 year old wannabe terrorist was uh arrested yesterday he he thought he was uh, detonating a van full of explosives in the midst of a crowd of people who were going to a Christmas tree lighting, and uh, the of course the federal government was between him and uh, what he thought he was doing, and uh, it d- just a, another in a, a really impressive string of stings by the you know by the anti-terrorism forces in the U.S. It, it's so much more likely if you're trying attempting to blow up something in the US that the people you're working with are actually feds than mm-hmm. other terrorists that i don't understand only a 19-year-old could you know convince themselves that that they're not being uh had but uh, is
0: that is that like uh, actual eff- effective police work is it some a case of they, you know, string people along that would not have gone that far. Otherwise, I, I imagine that's not the case. They, you know, they're, I'm sure they still they're they're very contentious in the way they do things. But, and and finally, my last question would be: Is that benefit benefiting the, the 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 conservatives? And is it their impulse that that got all these results, or is it you know the Democrats that? Got things in with actual police work, getting back from uh, the military actions that uh, the the Bush administration uh, favored.
2: That's a lot of questions, Patrick. Yes,
0: I agree. <laughs> and <laughs> sorry, I, I was speaking as they came into my mind.
2: And you know, feel free the, to not the, answer them. The first one is the old, the age-old question about where we draw a bright line around entrapment. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I think that I think that in the United States there is still a very useful balance between good detective work that prevents crimes and entrapment uh, they really there is not in the best interest of policing agencies to create entrapping situations they don't have the money or the time or the the political will to to go to court and explain what in the world they've been doing it's much easier for them to sort of let the criminal, the want to be criminals, entrap the police into their plots, and that's you know that's what we see all the, on the 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 spectacular TV shows where these wannabe pedophiles come into an entrapment house uh, because they've been strung along by what they thought was a fourteen year old girl, mm. and that you know the argument there is a lot of them would have never gone through with it if the police hadn't convinced them to take the final step yes that's a Mm. that's a valid argument but as long as the police aren't taking the first steps you know as long as the 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 individual who wants to commit the the crime is taking the first steps of looking for someone to give them explosives looking for someone to help them understand how to build a bomb that sort of thing then i think we're okay i think we're on the you know the righteous Mm. side of law enforcement that's just my opinion and and that's and of course, that's the story we hear. We we don't hear that the police are overstepping their boundaries, right? We hear that the FBI, uh, you know, found this guy trolling for, uh, you know, for someone to help him make a bomb. And they and they took him all the way to the end of his plot and then arrested him. And that may or may not be entirely true.
0: Well, right, for, for for all its faults, I would say that in the U.S. We, we, and all the faults of the media, I would think maybe I'm being naive, but I would think that if things like that were were happening, we would hear about it, or maybe down the line we will hear about it. But uh, you know, it, there there is still a value to the press in the U.S. in in these um, you know in that respect. Although you know. The, the, in in that category of things, the uh, WikiLeaks uh, things that is happening if, for people who don't know, WikiLeaks is going to leak a gigantic amount of uh, uh, diplomatic documents and other documents related to the war uh, in a in a couple of days, I, I suppose, which we might uh, hear about more next uh, in the next episode. But yeah, basically, I'm saying I would trust the the media to you know investigate in that case so i'm not that worried about that aspect
2: i tend to agree with you and like i say it if the if they go too far the other direction and and if law enforcement tries to become less effective at uh, you know, the, the end game of entrapment, and then we have someone actually blow up a bomb in a crowd of people mm. at a, at a Christmas tree lighting the day after Thanksgiving, then that, you know, that policing agency and everyone, every policing agency will have to swing too far the other way. So sure. I'd rather they strike a balance that's close to the middle than, than have us, uh, beat them into ineffectiveness. Mm. Okay. And also, I, I I imagine that they're not,
0: uh, on all the steps of the way from that guy getting interested in, and trolling for ways to blow up stuff to the end result, I'm imagining that they're not, like, actually encouraging the guy. They're seeing, they're checking on him and, and you know, it, the guy can still... Back down at any that time. Is, he might. That was a major
2: and... point of their of the news this morning. Was mm. the representative from <coughs> the FBI saying we? He was warned many times by the people he believed to be his his compatriots in this that it was a bad idea that he should mm. he should stop and not proceed. And uh, you, you, like I say, you 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 have to take them at their word, but yeah. um, uh, I, I, like I, it, it, ultimately, it's better that people didn't get blown up. You know, if you believe a And
0: no, but it's interesting, actually, what you're saying, because it, it's better that people didn't get blown up. Seems like an, 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 an obvious thing to say. But in this case, it does put in balance, you know, what did they do? And how far did they go? And the result is, did people get blown up? And you compare the two. And if they had made, you know, it, it, gigantic civil rights violations, or you know, I'm I, what right. I'm calling, yeah. It, it, maybe you would say it. 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 There might have been another solution, but in that case, you can safely assume, you know, get to the realization, to, to the conclusion that yes, in this case, we've weighted all, all the the different aspects, and yeah, it. it it's. It seems that even if. They did flirt with somewhat you know with with the line it the the end result justifies definitely justifies the means and in a right. reasonable way here so.
2: the The funny thing to me about this story is that it just it just happened yesterday, and somewhere in Portland, Oregon, there was a nineteen year old with what he thought was a remote detonator for a bomb, furiously trying to get it to to engage, and once they had confirmed that he had been trying to operate it multiple times, the police closed in and tackled him (coughs) and as they did, he of course exclaimed, Allahu Akbar and if he just knew about Admiral Akbar see, (laughs) he would have he would have realized that it it was a trap. That is
0: (laughs) that is a very funny spin on a grim situation Thank you. I'm I'm a fan of gallows humor I I (laughs) it's a trap um i will however have a thought for this youngster um who is obviously not to be you know pitied too much but first of all he must have been in a very strange situation when he realized he was being entrapped and then imagine he's probably going to go to prison for a very very long time and i believe that you know people can probably change i don't know what The setting of this guy was maybe he's beyond redeem redeeming but imagine the guy in 10 15 years he is probably probably going to maybe not but i imagine he might feel very sorry for what he was because 19 i'm sure a lot of people who are 19 are listening to us you don't know anything most of the time you are very you know, you're you're still becoming the person that you're going to be, and it's unfortunate that this guy fell in with the wrong ideas or crowds, or you know, and and became that at that point.
2: And and, and again, and it's always a sad story back there. There, this yeah. particular one, an orphan from Somalia, and the United States has had a, a huge influx of Somali immigrants over the last 20 years. Basically, ever since that country fell apart and 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 this sort of thing, there's always you never you never hear these stories about. Well, you rarely hear these stories about someone who at age 19 has had a reasonable life up to this point. Of course.
0: Yeah. And I'm, I'm not trying to, you know, make you feel sorry for him. It's not like, of course, he shouldn't go to you know deserve whatever punishment he's going to get. That's not the point. But it's just, you know, a little bit of different perspective. Anyway, uh, you guys have, uh, thoughts on this? Turkey, Kerwin, anything?
1: Uh, I haven't really read anything about it. I saw the headline, but, so. Okay.
0: All right. Um, Turkey, uh, we just spoke about, uh, protests a little bit earlier with Kerwin. I was just, maybe I already asked you this because we talk about protests a, a, a lot when we talk about France, obviously, um. Do you have protests Protests in, in, in Saudi Arabia, or is that completely banned and never happens?
1: That's against the law.
0: Okay, there you go. That settles it. Um, you, don't, you don't even have, like, I don't know, I could imagine some li- religious extremists right, right. that would, uh, you know, say, pr- go and demonstrate for that law or for that. You know, when the when the, um, the, the university opened, for example... Or, I don't know, that never happens?
1: Well, if that ever happens, they'll end up all in jail. Okay, well, problem solved. <laughs> <laughs> Randy, yeah, it's worse. Are... It's, it's against the Saudi law to protest, period. Okay.
2: And, which, yeah. I, and I always have to respond, well, yes, it's against the law, but do they do it anyway? I mean, there's so many things in Saudi Arabia that uh, not, are against not the that,
1: law. Uh, not in the recent years. They, there have been some protests, maybe, uh, since the day of the Gulf War. Maybe right. around then, but uh, as far as I know, I never heard of anything in recent years. Mm. And that doesn't mean it didn't happen, but maybe uh, they stopped it just before it even got to become a news item. So.
0: so it's illegal to protest, but what if you are in a restaurant, you order something <laughs> and you get
1: something else, <laughs> then can you protest? Or <laughs> I'm okay. talking about public <laughs> no. Uh, And plus Um, there are some small protests, Uh, you can call them protests in their own way. For example, there was a while where uh, a number of uh, students, graduates that gathered all together and went in front of the employment agency complaining they don't have jobs. So there are some minor protests like that, and they usually mm -hmm. ignore those. Okay. Okay.
0: Yeah. All right, fair enough. Um, okay, so anything from uh, Saudi Arabia um, worth mentioning?
1: Oh, there's a load. Is there a limit okay. on how, na- how many <laughs> news? Okay. okay, you get you get two. Uh, I'll make it three. <laughs> <laughs>
4: what? You don't what protest, the... you just do two. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I think in this case, it's me who can't protest. I'm like, but
4: it's my show.
1: <laughs> okay, go ahead. All right. Uh, the uh, Small news. Well, it's kind of big. Uh, last uh, uh, A week ago, we had the Hajj pilgrimage in Saudi Arabia. Of course. So there were about three million people performing uh, Hajj in Saudi Arabia, And thankfully, there were no serious problems this year. So. Cool. So that's one big news. Uh the second big news uh is that our king is currently in New York where he went underwent an operation for his back and people are waiting to see him come back healthy. It's
0: no offense to anyone listening, but it's always funny that when people from, you know, different countries want to get like serious operations and healthcare and like the imper- important people they either go to the US or you know France sometimes or other I just you know well let's let's
1: be honest in, in the case in, in, in the case, of,
0: case... In, in the case of Saudi Arabia I mean you're you're perfectly happy with the US and you have cordial relationships but mm. uh, I, we've seen a lot of people who were very a, a lot more critical About the Western world, all of a sudden, when they have a problem, they're like, "Hey, let me go to that, you know, that hospital because I sort of want to live through." It wouldn't wouldn't surprise
2: you for the president of Argentina to suddenly be in Los Angeles getting a a surgery. Yeah,
0: exactly, or Qaddafi or whoever. You know, it's mm, anyway. Well,
1: well, to be honest, the the Saudi Arabia, the the royal family has always been going to the U.S. for. uh, to have uh, medical checks and operations, so it's not no no of just course completely new. of course it's, it's, and, 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 and the second reason is and of course, they could have done it here, they could just bring the uh, doctors and the equipment all the way here and do it here. One reason they leave the country is to avoid the people here. Because we are a very traditional culture, and if the king is sick, then trust me, there's uh, hundreds of thousands of people at his door just coming to check on him and say how are you and okay. and wishing him well. So it's a huge headache if he stays here, and uh, usually he, he they would be too embarrassed to turn anybody away from the door. Sure. So, yeah. No, so I
0: I understand. It's a, you know mm-hmm. I I was really more trying to point out the hypocrisy of some of the critics. <laughs> That would, you know, say oh, like are like things.
1: There are a lot of those here, but uh, I'm just yeah. specifically talking about the royal family, specifically. Uh, yeah. That's one of the reasons, especially when it comes to the king. But yeah, yeah, definitely, there's a lot of people here, and I know them. I know a few personally, and I just look at them <laughs> and say, Are you kidding me? <laughs> you, you just were cursing and wishing that the entire country be blown up, and now you're going all the way there just to get some uh, medical treatment. Yeah. So,
0: yeah, so, hypocrisy is nothing new, though. Yeah. Okay.
1: Uh, so all the right. last, so, your third story. Uh, the last story, which is was announced yesterday, and it's a big story here in Saudi right now, and I think it's all over the world. Uh, the Saudi government, the uh, interior ministry, arrested a huge group of terrorists. They have uh, dissolved nineteen terrorist cells in, in the Saudi. And arrested about 149 people. Jeez! Yes, All of those ha- based in in Saudi Arabia? Yes, 19 terrorist cells and 149 people. 124 were Saudi nationals, and 25 were from different other different nationalities.
4: Jeez! Which city nice. were they in?
1: different cities they they weren't very well organized that's why they were able to catch them because it's very <laughs> difficult to organize these days in saudi with the all the government being all over them so they were different cells all over over the country and they caught them in the last eight months total mm. so it's a huge deal it's a huge success for the government to catch them they also ca- caught a number of their uh, let's say media people or ministers of, of uh, information mm. that used the internet to promote their uh, agenda. They caught, uh, I think, seven of them. And one of the most powerful one of them turns out to be a woman.
0: Huh.
1: They found really? out after arresting, yeah, after arresting her, they found out that she's a woman.
4: After How? arresting her or during arresting her?
1: <laughs> oh, of course they figured out, but uh, because they write in forums and on internet yeah. using false names, how, so they never the, knew.
0: How would that Well, I guess yeah, they, they can mm. they can take part in the effort, I suppose, but the fact that it's a woman is sort of strange. Um,
1: but, uh, you would be surprised to know, and this is would be the most extreme of the extremists are, are the, the women, women. Wow. And that, that's really surprising sometimes. Because, mm. but that's that's a fact. The most extreme of the extremists are female, women.
0: It's strange that we didn't really hear about this here. Um,
1: it uh, was announced yesterday, so I'm not. Oh, maybe if, it's going. Yeah, yeah,
0: maybe it's going to arrive. It, I don't know if I'm if I have to be um, comforted by the fact that you guys arrested them, or worried by the fact that they were there in the first place for some reason. I was under the impression that you know in Saudi Arabia they, they, it would be relatively uh, t- relatively hard to have these kinds of terrorist cells. But and, and, the, that, and that and seems like a gigantic one.
1: And that's why they were able to catch them, because they were so mm. misorganized, because it was so difficult for them to organize themselves. Mm. It was okay. easy to find them and, and arrest them. So uh, okay. it was a very successful uh, thing. And... Uh, and at least we didn't have. There was a huge, There were threats and worries during the Hajj pilgrimage that there would be some terrorist attacks. And how would they?
0: How would they attack fellow Muslims? I mean, like it, there's Muslims and Muslims, of course, but in during the pilgrimage, it couldn't be a popular attack. I mean no,
1: it won't be a popular attack, but they'll find an excuse for it.
0: Okay. But I, I would imagine that even, you know,
1: you, you know you religious know, you know, extremists is, would, would is, disapprove
0: no. of, the, of an uh, attack like that.
1: No. Here's uh, their uh, ideology. You would tell them, well, you attacked and you killed all of these Muslims who are innocent. They would say, well, they are mortals. They go to heaven. They just happen to be in the wrong place at the wrong time.
0: But who was in the right place? I mean, when it's a pilgrimage, they're all Muslims and they're all, yeah, but you know.
1: Maybe there's an official or a government minister or a police officer in mm. the middle. So he's the okay. main target, but if, if uh, five mm. or ten or five hundred people die with him, who cares as long as they got their number one target? Yeah. Yeah. All so right. that's, uh, that's the ideology they follow, yeah. and that's the biggest problem with that ideology. Which yeah. is and and then you would tell them, well, this person did not want to be a mortal. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, we gave it to him. He should be thankful for us.
0: Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. So, last uh, topic, I guess, is the one from my side of the uh, planet, and I guess the, there are a couple of things. I I won't go to. Long into them, um, but the m- one thing was the uh, government was uh, slightly changed, but not a lot. People had been waiting for it for a long time, and uh, I have to say it was surprising how long the president was holding without many, making any change to the government. Um, and he finally did it a, a sort of minor reshuffle. Uh, but that made the headlines. And then what is really making the headlines now is what's called the Karachi Gate, which is sort of a complicated uh, story that dates back, I I guess, five or six or even seven years about uh, sort of commissions. I I don't know if you can call them commissions. I'm going to have a hard time on this one. Um, Basically, there were submarines or something that were supposed to be, uh, I'm going to be, toasted on that one i really don't haven't been following enough of it but um it's uh uh, people make doing business in uh uh, afghanistan who were supposed to pay commissions to afghan afghan officials and it was a semi-official business and in the end the government decided to cut off uh the the commissions because it wasn't you know it wasn't uh 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 Legally sound and because it was, it was Pakistan by the way oh sorry i uh, yes, okay. Pakistan and, and in the end it wasn't legally sound, sa- but well, Randy, maybe you want to explain it
2: no, i don't want to explain it I okay. really don't want to explain it
0: <laughs> so when they cut off the 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 the, the payment of these, uh, all hell broke loose, and a lot of people got attacked and killed, and there were you know it it wasn't a pretty uh, uh, a pretty way of ending things and the the question now is who in the french government knew and it seems that uh uh, uh the the president the current president nicolas Sark- sarkozy uh knew and or, well we don't know allegedly he was part of the of this uh, whole affair and not affair in the american sense the whole thing and the the, pre- the president at the time uh Jacques Chirac, also knew. And there's basically the whole government, parts of the whole government were implicated. And uh, Dominique de Villepin, who was prime minister, also was implicated. And now there's a, a, a huge uh, uh, investigation on this. So it's been making the headlines for the past week and a half or so. And it's been in the news for a little bit longer than that. Yeah. Um, extremely complicated. I don't the, know the there question- was a-
2: the really interesting question is, who killed 14 people in Karachi in 2002? That's,
0: that's exactly, question. that's exactly. And Well, who killed them, but also why? Because it becomes, did people in the government know that their actions were going to provoke the ire of someone who would go ahead and make uh, bomb bombings that would, you know, kill people so we're the the people in charge in the government responsible indirectly for these bombings um that's the whole thing we don't have the answer yet but it's been making the rounds have you guys even heard about this i, I obviously, have, Ren- obviously. Randy, <laughs> randy you have yeah
4: <laughs> i had Kerwin. no okay. i'm sorry no karachi gate
0: yep <laughs> that's the the <laughs> nice name we, we're giving it randy how come you have
2: because I listen to the c b c podcasts the news podcasts here in in Canada, and this oh was this was brought up in just a few days ago okay on on one of them I don't remember which one
0: and I think the way we are approaching it here is no one really understand understands anything about it uh but we know that it's something from you know th- th- what was it eight years ago. That is coming back to make a huge mess for the, the, the people in power and people who were in power then. Um, people are not happy about it at all. Uh, I'm, when I say people, I mean obviously the, the, um, the government officials. The, the, the people and the press, I think, are sort of... D- Sarkozy is not very popular... So it's sort of a another stick that people can hit it with, uh, can hit him with. So, um, I guess that's it. If you don't have any uh, other reactions to all this, I guess we are going to close down the show.
2: I just I have a bit of weird news. I always like to come to you with strange news.
0: Oh, so and now for something completely different, <laughs> Randy's weird b- bit of
2: news. So I'm in Vancouver and the next major city as you go east in Canada is Calgary in Alberta. And as you cross the Rockies from driving from Vancouver to Calgary, there is a tourist town called Banff. And I'm sorry, what? Banff. B A N F F. That's correct. Banff.
4: It's a ski resort, no?
2: Yes.
0: Oh, that's, you just guessed. You heard Calgary and you were like, yeah, ski, right. snow, I'm going <laughs> to sound oh, yeah, clever. Any place it's a famous resort. Okay.
2: It's, it's a very famous area, mainly for the scenery, for the wildlife. The environment is, is truly special. And uh, some time ago this year, but only reported on this week, some tourists were charged with and fined. They were issued a fine by the federal government for chasing grizzly bears. <laughs> and when you, uh, you know, when you actually try to get to the bottom of this, why, why would they be chasing grizzly bears? Why is that a crime? Can't the grizzly bears defend themselves and so forth? You, you, can, you can talk about it for a while before someone ultimately asks, wait a minute, where were those tourists from? What sort of tourists would chase grizzly bears in the first place? And the answer, they were German. <laughs> <laughs> of
0: course. Yes. Why the why would they uh, the questions still stand though. I'm going to look into this. It's an interesting one. <laughs> Germans chasing grizzly bears in Banff. <laughs>
2: of course. It's uh the the Canadian uh Parks Service, uh Canadian Park Group, whatever they are, I, I forget the exact name of of the. Uh, I think they're just called Parks Canada. Actually, uh, they have they have some pretty strict regulations. And well, it seems
0: like don't chase grizzly bears is sort of a <laughs> obvious one, and for your safety, not for the grizzly bears' safety.
2: Well, yes and no. I think if people want to chase grizzly bears, they should be afforded every opportunity. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I, I this is incredible entertainment, and I think that's what Parks Canada is trying to avoid. They don't want a zoo mentality in the wild but my goodness i i would pay money to i think they should put up cameras don't find these people encourage them it's great sport maybe we should import
0: grizzly bears in ireland and portugal and make money off of them in that way
2: that would work that's a horrible callback (laughs) Oh my
0: God. <laughs> all right i think it's time to end the show uh thanks so much guys for being on the show it was really fun uh it made me want to go back in time and do the one in october because i missed on all that fun we uh, could have it, talked a lot more about the chilean miners <laughs> Kerwin wasn't there but we talked about it quite a bit uh, earlier on the show um, and we did talk about it on the one before that, too. So, wow, lots of Chilean miners. They got there 15 minutes and more. Um, let's go around the virtual worldwide table and ask you guys where we can find out more about your dealings with the internets. Uh, Kerwin, where can I, people find you?
4: I write uh, a little bit slowly at the moment, but continuously on global urbanist the global urbanists, uh, com. there's a twitter account of global Urbanists attached to that as well
0: excellent and this is specifically about just so people get an idea
4: this is specifically about urban policy around the world especially in developing countries Thanks. managing cities
0: because you are after all the uh, architect uh, in this show so that's right you have to do something a little bit architecty. But, yeah,
4: but then again, Turkey is the urban planner. Is he? Yes.
1: <laughs> what? You forgot? That's my degree.
0: I, yes, I did. Actually, I'm sorry. I, I just I think of you and I, I and I think cigars and you know cigars and coolness.
4: Cigars and Starbucks, no? <laughs> that's You're right. Starbucks, pretty
0: much. <laughs> Um, Turkey, is there any um, urban planning
1: website you want to pimp? <laughs> <laughs> no, but you can. I can pimp my Twitter account, so you can see where I'm having lunch, dinner, and where I'm having my cigars and where. And complaining
2: I'm, about traffic.
1: <laughs> and complaining about traffic. <laughs> and that would be twitter. <laughs> dot com slash uh, uh, Saudi.
0: I'm wondering if 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 the king could like uh take your your account because it's a pretty important you know <laughs> national thing twitter.com slash saudi.
1: I you know, the funny thing is I actually wanted Turkey and when I went to look for it it was taken. So I went oh. to try Saudi and it was available. So.
0: <laughs> and Turkey a lot of people... Oh we didn't even talk about Turkey Day. Oh well everyone knows about it. But uh <laughs> Anyway.
1: Yeah, yeah, we know the Americans were celebrating four. being barbarians and killing all of those poor birds and <laughs> eating them. <laughs> the, up the, and, the
2: four of then, us, the and, f-
1: they, and then they say it's Thanksgiving. They're thanking by killing.
2: <laughs> like, what's what's Weird is that none of the four of us actually participated in Thanksgiving. So, oh, I like, did. <laughs> Oh, never! I stand corrected. (laughs) (laughs) The Australian guy from the UK ate
1: a turkey. What the hell is
0: this?
1: (laughs) Oh well. uh, What are are you celebrating? Oh yeah, I forgot. You also killed a lot of natives. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. (laughs)
4: Did
0: did you did you do it with uh, Rowan and friends?
4: No, it was uh, other American friends. A friend from Portland. All right.
0: Um, hey, let's, let's Turkey, uh, sorry, Randy, uh, tell us where we can find you, and then we'll end the show by saying what we're thankful for.
2: What about that? Nice. I, I of course, you can uh, follow me at randydeluxe.com. You'll see my Twitter feed. I just blogged recently uh, some thoughts on traveling to Hawaii, and uh, would love to, to carry on the discussion in the comments with you there. And as always, I am. One of the hosts, like Patrick, on various shows on the Frog Pants Network. And if you like podcasts like these, you should go check them all out at frogpants.com.
0: Excellent. Uh, For myself, you can find uh, all my links and social networks and stuff like that on patrickbeja.com. I just blogged a a, a few hours ago about the fact that I got my first Mac. Uh, that's completely new a new world for me i never had a mac before so that's yeah absolutely fascinating stuff but uh yeah you'll also find links to twitter facebook and all of that and uh, i'd like to thank everyone who is uh leaving comments on the uh, itunes um uh, on the itunes uh, store there haven't been many in the past few months, so if you want to go ahead and go to the iTunes Store, click on you know look for the Philos Club and let a few uh, let a few comments on there. It would be greatly appreciated. Uh, and uh, you can also leave a comment on the blog, which is com and it will take you to the blog with all the articles about all the different episodes. And let's end the show with our uh, what we're thankful for for a little bit of a. Uh, positive spin on everything. I'm sure Turkey will somehow manage to make it negative, but uh, <laughs> we'll see what happens. Uh, for, I'll, I'll start. I'll open the bowl. Um, I, aside from all the incredible things that I'm, I've been enjoying in the past few years, I think I'm very fortunate uh, in general. Uh, I'll say that the two things I'm really thankful for are my job, which is completely incredible. I'm really loving every minute of it. And Beyond that, uh, way beyond anything that's happened to me before, is my wonderful girlfriend, who is, uh, oh, uh, oh. I, I think, the best thing that has ever happened to me and uh, <laughs> I believe will continue to remain so in the uh, future. So,
1: does your girlfriend listen to your podcast?
0: No, she does not. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just actually expressing my honest thoughts. Uh, I, I, we you know I met her a little bit over a year ago, thanks to a friend of Kerwin actually, so you're sort of grandfathered into the thanks, Kerwin. Um, and yeah, it, it's been a blast, and uh, it, I didn't it's the kind of thing that you, you, know, you don't think is possible until it happens. so
4: Well yeah. then you should both come to that friend's party in in a couple of weeks in London.
0: Uh, I'm actually going to Finland, and uh, I'm going to be yes, spending I know. Uh, yeah which you know it's it's uh, it's it, we could move but that's christmas that.
4: i'm talking about in 2 weeks time oh well
0: <laughs> i don't think we will but maybe <laughs> <laughs> all right well i'll i'll let you convey my thanks to him okay um kerwin what are you thankful for
4: well uh many many things and i wrote a long list uh, for this thanksgiving that i attended but i'll just name one for now which is that I'm very thankful that this year I've somehow managed to go to three cities on three different continents that I'd never seen before. And those were Shanghai. I mean, I've been to Asia many times, but never the mainland. I went to Nairobi and I went to Rio de Janeiro. Ooh, nice. And so I'm very thankful that, that my work and other projects this year have given me that opportunity.
0: I didn't think we were in Rio
4: for some
2: reason. Yeah, we're we're thankful that you got out of Rio alive.
4: (laughs) Out of Rio alive? That wasn't
2: last week,
0: obviously. That wasn't last week that you were there. Rio was in
4: March. Shanghai and Nairobi were in October. Maybe he was actually
0: in Rio last week, like the government requested him for a few, you know, uh, surgical operations (laughs) that we we shouldn't (laughs) know about. Uh, Randy, what are you thankful for?
2: I am so thankful this year and and I hope for the rest of my life for my wonderful wife and the good health of our beautiful child. I'm just so fortunate and she has she has made it possible for me to chase my dreams. I got to spend a good portion of this year in Hawaii looking for gainful employment and uh yeah, I'm still doing so. And just having having her and, and and our son in my life has just been an amazing experience for me. I'm very, very lucky.
0: Oh, and he's joining us on the podcast. Hey, this Master Will. He
2: is, Will. How's he is it 11 going? months old. I got to
0: meet Master Will a, a, a month ago or so, and it was indeed uh, a very nice experience. I, I right. thought he was extremely cute and extremely... Uh, quiet which was sort of surprising he was just so observing the world
2: yes um, we're very we're very lucky yeah. with him so far
0: turkey what are you thankful for i'm i'm sort of a little bit uh, tensing up right now
1: <laughs> what are you talking about thanking for what am I supposed to be thankful for? People are killing exactly. each other, blowing each other. There's disasters, there's disease. I, I think, the I, I'm sorry, i sorry, supp-
0: Turkey, <laughs> just a second. I think you mean blowing each other up. Up, right? Yes. <laughs> because without the up, it takes on a different meaning. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so you're, not, you're, being, you're being facetious. Obviously, I'm sure you're thankful for
1: something, right? Um, I'm thankful for all the people I know, all my friends and my family. The best thing you ever have in this world is a good family and a good friends.
0: That's very true, actually. I subscribe to that uh, to that uh, idea. All right. And, and also, I would be remiss if I didn't mention uh, our listeners, because uh, you guys make the show worth doing, and it's absolutely wonderful that we have you listening to us every month being silly, and you make it possible for us to just... Do this and just take the mic and speak out in the wild. And and we have people listening and giving feedback and and actually appreciating the show. I I can't tell you how happy it made me that when we didn't do the show last month, we got people asking for it and wondering what happened. And uh, it it really means a lot to me that you guys listen. So thank you so much also. And uh, I guess we'll have another sort of uh, uh, sappy show next month because it's Christmas. And I'm sure we'll have lots of uh, <laughs> lots of happiness then, also. So until then, thanks so much for listening. Thank you guys so for wait, being wait here. So wait, wait a minute. Oh. Who's
1: inviting me for cr- Christmas?
0: Inviting you, like. Because
1: we don't have of- Christmas here, so I have
0: to come to
2: one of you guys. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, well, and, and <laughs> this is the show where we established that the the you know Turkey and people like Turkey have a lot in common with Christians. So, uh, Turkey, you are you are invited to the west coast of North America. I'll I'll meet you anywhere there for Christmas, and we can uh, we can celebrate the the birth of some someone. Some some my son. Dude. That's his birthday actually.
1: Dude, who who cares about the birth of someone? I'm just one of the gifts.
2: Okay.
0: <laughs> I think that's the perfect point to end the show. Thanks so much everyone. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.
1: And we forgot to talk about beards. Yes, we did, damn it. That's all
2: right. Uh. It, we, <laughs> we didn't really have any more ground to cover. I, the question I wanted to ask you was, you live in a part of the world where facial hair is not just common, it's practically <laughs> required. And, and so I'm interested in what it means when, like, what do you think when you see a man on the street who is clean shaven? You yeah, know what is that?
3: <laughs>
2: it doesn't. It doesn't just mean he's he's European or American, but
1: <laughs> oh <laughs> no, you sus- can you 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 can clearly notice an, a foreigner than a Saudi. Saudi you yeah. can figure out a Saudi who's shaved from a hundred miles away.
0: <laughs> so, and, and you actually think he's a sissy, or you're being? No, I I know you don't think that, but you know, do do is it does it color his character a little bit, or your perception of his um,
1: character? Yeah, if he's an average guy, yeah. If he's rich, no, it doesn't really matter.
0: Okay. Wow. (laughs) Funny.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's very shameful not to have facial hair here.
2: Very shameful?
1: Yeah, although there are some people who are starting to break that taboo and starting to shave, but they're a minority, a huge minority still.
0: The taboo of shaving. Wow, we definitely have to get into that at one point.